Welcome to the Jeff Knows Inc. Entrepreneurial Podcast with your host, Jeff Lopes. Jeff has over two decades experience as a serial entrepreneur, building brands like KimuraWare from his home basement to a multi-million dollar global brand that has sold over a quarter million pairs of boxing gloves. Jeff's here to educate, guide, and drive you on the process of bringing your ideas and dreams to reality with the inspiring stories from some of the top business minds. Welcome to episode number 130 of the Jeff Nozine Podcast. This week's a little special. We have one of our good friends on our show, Funk Roberts. Funk is the founder of Funk Over 40 and Funk Supplements. Great conversation, great dude, close friend. Sit back and enjoy. We are live. We are live on the Jeff Nozine Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lowe. Super excited to have on today. Good friend of ours. Much anticipated. This is this podcast should have happened a long time ago with my buddy Funk Roberts. What is up, brother? I'm uh, good, man. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Definitely should have been something that we've done, you know, before. But hey, you know what? The time. This is the right time. Obviously, this is the right time. So yeah, it's great. I love it. I love it. I've known Funk for uh, God. I would say ten years at least. Totally, yeah, at least ten years, yeah. And 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 it's been such an amazing journey watching Funk just as an entrepreneur. It seems like every year how he's just growing and developing, and that's something I do as an entrepreneur. I'm always trying to change, grow, develop, and and you see a lot of entrepreneurs become very stagnant and very comfortable in their settings. And Funk's always getting out of his comfort zone, always trying new things, always networking. So this is going to be a fun conversation today. We're going to go as many places as we can. We're going to talk about marriage. We're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about everything. Let's start off by, because this is an entrepreneurial podcast, your journey and your first experience being an entrepreneur, transitioning from this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm going to really hone in and try to do it on my own. When, when did that all start, that journey? Yeah, that's a great question. So that journey started, and you know what? Again, I may, I may the time, the, the years go so fast that you <laughs> kind of lose, like, was that, was that six years ago or seven years ago? But I'm going to say, I'm going to comfortably say like eight years ago, um, seven, seven years ago, I was at uh, Workopolis, you know, um, six figures, a manager, um, had a, you know, I, I actually literally just finished winning the president's president's club. So I was set. I was fine. Like set in the sense that, you know, health benefits, six figures coming in, you know, I loved what I did, but at the same time I was doing uh, other fitness stuff right on, on the, on the side, trying to grow my own uh, brand, trying to grow my own business. It came to a point where if I really wanted to take my fitness, my passion uh, to the next level, I'm going to have to sacrifice something because I was, you know, burning the candle at both ends. I was, you know, working the nine to five job and I always try to strive to be the best at whatever I did. So even though I was working nine to five, I was still, you know, coming home, shooting videos on YouTube, you know, growing my email marketing list, you know, blog posting, just doing all of those things with the sense of, you know what, one day I'm going to, you know, going to launch a, a a program, an online program, it's going to make money. And then I'm going to be able to, to leave this job. But it came to the point where literally I was just, I was just, it, it just kept nagging at me, nagging at me, nagging at me. And to the point where I just walked into the, my president's office one day and said, Hey buddy, listen, I, I got to go. I'm going, I'm leaving. And he's like, you know what? It's probably the best thing for you because I, they can see the passion. Everyone in my off in the office was on my newsletter. They would ask me questions. They saw what was going on. You know, people are asking me, "Hey, Funk, how do I do this? How do I do this?" Um, so, what what year was this roughly? In oh, God, it was uh, like eight years, seven, eight years ago. So, yeah. what's this? Twenty twenty one. So, yeah, the twenty sixteen, maybe twenty fifteen, around that time, probably twenty fifteen ish. Yeah, I just I didn't even tell Angela until my wife. So literally, I came home and told her I have no more job left. And she's like, "Well, you better get your ass upstairs because uh, <laughs> you better you better get going." Be- and the reason why I did that was because I knew that if I needed to take my 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 own fitness business to the next level, I needed to put a hundred percent into it. Can't just half half ass it. Got to put a hundred percent, which means I had to the comfort of having money coming in every every week from that paycheck is no longer. So now the drive had to be okay. Now I'm going to put everything into this. I had, I, I had the belief that it was going to be successful. I just needed the time. 
So freeing up here, you know, allowed me to, uh, you know, to just, I wasn't, I wasn't scared. I wasn't, um, you know, I, I, I had great support from Angela, my wife, you know, um, obviously my parents were, you know, you know, back then they're like, what are you talking about, man? You can't make money online. You know, no one really knew that space. I knew the space cause I, I was in it, but yeah. um, not a lot of people understood. Oh, I can't make a lot of money doing that. You sure you're doing okay? You sure? Whatever. You know what I mean? But that was that transition. So it was a very scary transition, but, uh, you know, I, yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't afraid. It was, you, you went, you went all in. I mean, that's, that's, that's the situation from an entrepreneur not is that putting yourself in the uncomfortable situation. Cause that is growth. When you yeah. challenge yourself, you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. That is when growth starts occurring. So I love that. So fast forward, because I've, I've watched your business transition through so many different journeys, so many different peaks. And, and we started off, we started off, or I say you started off in more the MMA world, because that was a huge passion of what you were doing. Yeah. So for me, it was, uh, well, I had two things. I had, I created a, a program called Outgout. Uh, it was called the Spartacus Workout. So I created my own Spartacus Workout and I, I put that out for free and I got a ton and ton of people um, joined. So I started to build a really big email list. But at that time also, I was deep into the fight scene, right? MMA, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, what, everybody. And I wanted to be the guy, Funk MMA. That was, my, that was my main, my first brand. Well, my first brand was Funk Roberts. Then I moved to Funk MMA because I wanted to be the guy who helped fighters all over the world be able to get in shape. Not, not UFC fighters specifically because, you know, they have the gyms that they can go to. They have the equipment. They have the strength and strength and conditioning coaches. It was the other 99% of the fighters all over the world who don't have that access. I wanted to be that guy. So yeah, strength and conditioning workouts, fight programs, everything to help um, fighters all over the world. Again, in the best shape of their life. So my first big brand, well, my first, I want to say my first brand, my first brand was Funk Roberts. And then the second brand was Funk MMA. And I, I literally, my goal, when I put that together, I literally wanted to be like, if anyone in any fighter in the world, no matter what, uh, you know, combat uh, sport you're in or martial arts, if they need a workout, they should be able to go to Funk MMA and know that they're going to get a quality workout that will help them get into shape. So that was my mindset. That was the, the result that I wanted, um, for, for that in that space. So let's look, okay, there's, there's so much different areas. I'm going to tag on there. Let's go with when you got transitioned to that MMA world from the Spartan to MMA world, you're starting to build a following in that pivoting is a huge part of business and you've pivoted so many times. Yeah. What was your next pivot? Why did you transition kind of away from that and really sit a very targeted audience? Because that sometimes is very risky doing a targeted audience. Because yeah. right now you're very niche target audience and obviously you're doing extremely well in it. But what pushed you towards that target audience? Sure. So again, the the, the, the footprint for me, the, the thing for me was getting that brand, Funk MMA. And for many, many years, I, at first, when you're when you're doing everything online, because I'm this is online. I'm not doing yeah. like, yes, I, I train fighters brick and mortar. I went to Thailand many years and would do web seminars, but you don't really realize how many people you impact when you're online. So yeah. I started to, it started like four, three or four years into the funk MMA um, thing. Whenever I would go to Thailand, literally every single, like there would be thousands of people on a street and every day, hundreds of people, funk MMA, funk MMA, how do your workouts? Then I started working for the UFC. And when I started working for the UFC, i worked in fighter relations. And again, fighters, like literally fighters, coaches, trainers, like, hey, Funk, what are you, what are you doing here? Like, you're working here? Like, yeah, I just do fighter relations. It's great. Yeah, I do, we do your workouts. We do your, uh, your workouts. Paul Felder, as he was walking out for one of his fights, he's a UFC fighter, one of his cornermen are like, oh my God, Funk Roberts, hey, we do your kettlebell workouts every Thursday. It's like literally before Paul <laughs> Felder is about to walk out. Yeah. And then Finally, when Dustin Poirier just knocked out, uh, not this last one, but in Fight Island when he knocked out yeah. Conor McGregor, after he had his uh, interview, he, uh, you know, I've been I've been with him for a, most of the week helping out because I do fighter relations, so we help out all the athletes. Yeah. He turned to me at the end of that 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 interview with tons of people in the hall and said, "Hey, man, Funk, Funk, by the way, man, thanks for your help this week. I just want to let you know that when I first started out." We used to, I used to use your workouts. I used to go on YouTube, write down your workouts, take it to the gym and, uh, and, and train with it. And he goes, Hey, and his wife was there. He's like, Hey honey, you remember Funk Roberts? Remember that guy on YouTube? I used to, uh, I used to take his workouts. That's him right there. And she's like, Oh my God. And like, 
I was, I, I'm never speechless. I was a hundred percent speechless because I'm just like, that is exactly what the goal was. So the transition though, the transition period happened three years ago because I, I realized, A, you can't make a lot of money through fighters. Fighters are, you know, they're, they're scraping just to pay their gym membership, right? Like yeah. let alone trying to get all these workouts. And, and I also realized that, you know, I'm getting older and am I going to be doing, um, you know, burpees every day until I'm 60? Maybe I will, but you know what? I think it's time to kind of rethink where I want to go with my business, rethink where I want to go. And, and um, you know, I always knew that there was a void in the over 40 market for men, yeah. you know, like when, when I had my, my journey back in the, um, you know, when I was 39, I, and you know I had low testosterone and I was big and puffy and you know it was it's a it was a tough time for me very tough time for me um, when I was looking online to see is there anything for men over forty there was nothing like zero nothing so that's when I went and did my own research and then went through science research and all that and developed my own program for myself where I transitioned uh, which which where I transformed and then uh, Three years ago, I guess it was, I, ha I was, uh, I had something called crypto organizing pneumonia, which I was literally on my deathbed. Literally, the doctor told me, hey, you might, we don't know what you have because they didn't know what it was at the time. So you might as well just come to the hospital because if you're going to die, you might as well, you can just die here. At least you're not dying at home because my wife was away at that time too. So that became very real for me. Um, and so after they realized what it was, they put me on prednisone and and which killed my testosterone levels and, you know, all my muscles. It's the worst drug you can, it's the worst prescription drug. Kind of, you know, it's very catabolic. When I was in my recovery, I literally used my own over 40 program in order to help me get through that. Like the workouts, the nutrition, the recovery, everything. I used it to get through. And then after I got off prednisone uh, six months later, then, um, you know, my testosterone levels peaks too much. Like my doctor couldn't believe it. He thought I was actually taking uh, testosterone replacement therapy. I'm like, dude, if I was going to take replacement therapy, it'd be through you, man. Um, <laughs> and that's when I really, really realized, okay, I got something here because not only was it work, did it work for me in the most uh, you know, desolate times, but it was already working for some of the people because I had done a pre-launch before. So even through my recovery, I'd already kind of like I was testing to see that water. But then and, 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 and that transition to me and that time period really solidified, no, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to help men over 40 because there's a massive void still, still to this day, there's a, still a massive void. Uh, and with what's going on in the world and, you know, I can get it, I can get into feminizing men and all of that stuff. <laughs> um, you know, it's something that's happening. And yeah. so for me, it's, it's easy because here from a, from an entrepreneur, from a business sense now, Let's talk about the business decision for doing that. The business decision was, okay, A, I have a story that resonates with people. Because when people see me and they see ripped funk and this guy's got six pack, they don't think that that's, that's attainable, right? They're like, yeah, well, maybe you can do it because you're that. So, eh, you know, you can talk all this, oh, I'm this and, and all that stuff. But it, it you know what I mean? Like, it, they don't think it's attainable. So, but I have a story that connects with them. Right. I, I, I suffered when I was 39. I suffered from, you know, uh, you know, I had belly fat. Uh, I was puffy. Um, you know, my girlfriend left me because my libido was down, literally left me because I didn't want to have sex with her. Um, I was stressed. I was depressed. I started to self-medicate. I started, you know, masking by going out to strip joints and doing drugs and drinking to mask my manhood. And in reality, it was my testosterone levels were low. And once I corrected that, everything else was corrected. And even in my 40s, too. So in my 40s, all of this stuff has been happening to me in my 40s. You know, I, I started a business, a couple companies, you know, seven figures now, um, UFC, got married, all of the great things in my life. I mean, I've got a lot of great things before, but, you know, have, have happened in my 40s. So knowing that, okay, great things can happen in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. I have a story that can resonate with these people. So I can get, I can, I, I can talk their language, right? When I'm trying to, when I'm trying to explain what I have for them, I can talk their language. and um, the other business decision was there's a big void in the market. As an entrepreneur and as somebody that coaches a lot of entrepreneurial dads now, and I've been really, really toning and focusing on that, I get everybody to really embrace their story because a lot of people don't embrace their story. They don't understand their story. They don't understand how powerful their story could be and how their story could impact because a lot of people have that mindset is like, oh, who's going to want to listen to my story? 
if you could impact one person, that one person impacts another, it's, it's that, that domino effect. So you've learned to embrace your story. You've learned to really understand and hone down your story to be a powerful enough to impact now thousands, eventually millions of men around the world. What is your, one thing you've done is embraced your story. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs have a fear of embracing their own story. They don't think people are going to listen to it. People are going to attract to it. People are going to want to be part of it. And that's something I'm trying to always push out of entrepreneurs that I coach or teach is embracing your story, allowing people to resonate with their story because everybody's story could be impactful. Even if you impact one person at a time, it's that domino effect, right? What is your advice for other entrepreneurs? doesn't matter what industry about embracing their story. Yeah, that, that that's key for me. When, when you can... When you have a store, basically, if you're an entrepreneur and you're doing something that you love and that you're passionate about, there must have been a reason why you started that. There must have been something. There must have been some type of catalyst. That catalyst most likely will have a story behind it, whether it was you personally or whether it was impacting someone in your family or someone around you that that pushed you into doing that. That is the story that is going to help you. I don't sell, market, promote, and and really connect with your customers, with your members, or with the person you're trying to serve. And and as much as you don't think that story is going to be impactful, it is 100% impactful because that per- when that person has a connection with you, right? when that person has that connection, hey, wait a minute, the same thing happened to me. So this guy actually does understand. Oh, yeah, I had a similar thing happen to my friend over there. Yeah, he was telling me about that. So, yeah, so this guy understands that, then there's already a connection before you've even exchanged services, money, or anything else. The connection is there. So once you have that connection, then you then then, then you have that growth. But it's your story that's going to connect. Because as I mentioned before, if someone just looks at me, uh, you know, I'm 52 years old, and they're 40, and they're completely out of shape, and they look at me, and I'm 52, there's no connection. They're looking at me like, yeah, he's 52, but he's probably, he's, you know, he used to be a professional athlete. He's probably looked like that all his life, you know, genetics, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward, when I tell them my story, tell them what I look like when I was 39, show them what I look like, tell them the struggles I had, tell them where it led me. It's all of a sudden like, okay. And now you look like that. All right, man, let's go. You understand, right? And then you and then you start to connect with, with, with them because you understand what they're talking about. You can understand their pain. Remember, it's the the reason why you're an entrepreneur or business is not only because of the passion, not only because of the money, but you because you want to serve someone. You yeah. want to help someone with their pain point because they can't do it on their own or they want help. So yeah. for you to have a story where you can relate to their pain, woo, game over. Game is over. 100% game over. And you have to embrace it and you have to tell it. And as you're coaching, you have to be able to, you see, with me, I'm very transparent with my members. I have over 10,000 members. We have coaching calls every single week. Every week, there's hundreds of guys on a coaching call and we do a coaching call. Um, but I'm very transparent. I don't hide anything. I don't try to put myself on a pedestal. They know I know what I'm talking about because they get results. They know that I've done that that portion of it. And as I coach them, I all I'm all, I always throw little stories of of little pain points or stories so that I, it relates to the topic that I'm talking about. So I know I'm just not throwing this out like no, this happened to me or 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 you know this this is something that I needed to correct. You know I made this mistake. You know I went down this road, but this is how I turned it around. It gives them hope, and it gives and it allows you to be a real human being. Authentic. It's your story that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's huge, man. When you can do that, I'm telling you, like I've done the, I've gone down the road as okay. I've 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 gone down the road of an entrepreneur with a membership site who all I focused on was getting people into the membership site. Attribution, 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 attribution. Didn't care about retention. I just wanted more, more, more because I was making seven figures doing that. The only problem was. I wasn't serving my the people who were paying me money, right? I was so disconnected from them. Flip the script. I'm 80% inside my membership. I only we only have one ad running or on YouTube that brings people 40, 50 new people in every day. I can put all my focus into my guys, into my members, right? Getting them results. And that is that's key because that's the retention that's going to happen um, moving forward. 
moving yeah, forward. I, I, I said that word a couple of seconds ago. It was authenticity. Yeah. People relate to authenticity, especially nowadays. There's so much bullshit on the internet, so much bullshit through social media with these ads. Everybody's an expert. Everybody's a pro. Being authentic, being real, owning your story, honing your story, knowing that people can relate to you is so powerful. It is. Funk. Where did the name Funk come from? Okay, so a friend of mine, Awad Ibrahimi, great entrepreneur himself, he used to own a bar down in the beach called Mono Loco. And uh, when your friend owns a bar, thing, a lot of things happen, right? You know, best friend owns a bar, okay? So every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every Friday, Saturday, we had like open mic. And, um, you know, people would come in and they play guitars and bring instruments. And and uh, at 1 a.m., the funk show would start. So I would go on, I'd, I would play like my drums or my, or my, uh, or, or bongos or what have you. And then I would, rap or i would you know just sing or i would just how, would how be, old were you it was, oh, it was my 30s probably my 30s yeah. i had no clue yeah and so then and then so after a while people would be like hey man, hey we want the funk we want the funk you know like my you know and and so when i yeah so they, we want the funk we want the funk and then it turned into we want the funk robber show we want the funk robber show but i had no there was no connection to fitness it was just they were saying that i was gonna Bring the funk Robert show it was a little blue. It was, <laughs> but it was really good. It was fun. It was just fun. Uh, Everyone's drunk, so it's fun. So fast forward to now, I'm gonna be a fitness guy, and I need something. I need a name, and um, you know, actually, some someone helped me with that name. Is like I was gonna go with my volley because I played volleyball and I had a like a nickname that I was gonna use. What I was it? Like, what was a volleyball Roops. nickname? Roops. People called me Roops. That's just okay. a funk. Mark Roberts Roops, and then. Um, uh, this guy was like, no, you know, you should, what other names do you have? Oh, they call me Funk Roberts at this bar. Oh, that's a good one. Why don't you use Funk Roberts, you know, make that your name and and put those headphones on when you're working out and try to like have some type of like a, a pers- persona. This is now, I'm talking like 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, And then, and then when I, then I started to think about branding, right? Like branding, what is branding? Okay. If, if I'm going to be Funk Roberts, then I want my mother to be calling me funk. I want my kids to call me funk. I want my wife, when I get married, I want my wife. Like that's how deep into the brand I want to become. Like I want to literally become Funk Roberts. And that happened, like that, that's 100% happens. Like my mother calls me funk. My dad calls me, like everyone, my family, my wife, everyone. Everyone calls me funk. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I know, like I, like I said, I've known funk for about 10 years and I had no clue where that came from. <laughs> yeah. I've always, I've always wanted to ask you. So yeah. Uh, that was that was one of the things in my head today to ask you. So I love that part of it. But the, the sorry, sorry the, the authentic authenticity. I just want to touch on that back again because one of the transitions I made this year, um, you know, this is the year of of um you know uh influencers and you know people yeah. freaking you know, which is great. That, that's just, that's an industry, influencers and all kinds of things, and 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 um what I decided, to, I decided to go the opposite way. Like I started posting follow-along workouts on YouTube, as opposed to just um, demo workouts. So usually you would say, "Okay, hey, this is," you know, it would just show demos of each of the exercises. Well, last year during COVID, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do follow-along workouts, and and really show them me in a workout as I'm coaching through. So when so there's no hiding. There's no like, oh, this guy's doing these crazy burpees. No, I'm struggling. I'm swearing. I'm farting. I'm burping, but I'm coaching and I'm training because that's what I did. It, that's how I run my membership site. Every single workout. So follow up yeah. So these, even when a new person comes in, he's watching, he's doing the workouts and he's, he's like, man, funk's real. Like the fact that I see funk struggling makes it real. Makes it like, okay, well, if this guy's struggling, then okay, that's okay. It's not like, oh yeah, this guy, you know, he can do this. There's no way I'm going to be able to do it. No, Funk's struggling through it. He's teaching me through, he's guiding me through. And so when I put that on YouTube, I made a decision like, you know, and I'm not hiding behind this superhero um, persona. Like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm some like amazing athletic person. No, you're going to see on YouTube, the biggest platform every week, me doing follow along workouts and you're going to see me struggle. But, but again, through those workouts, I can coach, I can, I can train, I can struggle, I can motivate. And, and that was a turning point for me to the point where now on YouTube, you're seeing more people do follow along workouts with them yeah. coaching. No one ever did that. No, no one ever did you that. See, you see that a lot now, a lot yeah. now. It, it, and there, there's two, there's the person who just puts up the follow along with the music and doesn't talk. Right. That's kind of like the, the bridge. But then then there's a person who did, do, does what I do, where they talk 
and struggle through. It's very difficult to do. Yeah. It's very difficult to, to do a 30 minute workout, depending on what, how intense it is or what have you and coach not, and I don't, I don't like rah, rah, let's go. I coach through the more authentic you are, the better it is because now my YouTube video, my YouTube has blown up, like completely blown up now because now people are getting funk. So now they know what funk's going to bring them. My yeah. true funk self. I don't have to hide anything. Yeah. Right. And they see me struggling. So, Hey man, I'm struggling. I'm not, I'm not showing you something that, you know what I mean? And, um, it's been, it's been great. Like no stress, man. There's zero stress now. I just yeah. shoot workouts and you know, it's, it's incredible. So try to be as authentic as you can as an entrepreneur. Yeah. So powerful. And it's so powerful that I love what you said that you've got into such a zone right now that it, the stress is off because you just be yourself and people are realizing that and that, that following that those brand ambassadors appreciate who you are and they're spreading the word for you. So it just organically just grows at a crazy rate obviously with your ads, but it's just, it's such a great because people start knowing who you are. Your brand becomes so powerful. Yes. Yes. And you've got to the point, your brand is very powerful. And I, and I, I love that. I'm going to, th- I'm going to throw it a little different area here. Something we talked about before you went on air. Um, your mom, what does your mom mean to you? Oh, she's, she's incredible, man. She's my, uh, she's my silent business partner. I call her business meaning like, you know, I, I talk to her every single day, you know, I, I, we FaceTime every day. And she was a high-level manager at Bell Canada in budgets and results. So for Bell Canada, all of the budgets and results that were going on, my mom managed that department. She did that. She was the, the, the you know, so her, her, she has very good business acumen, um, you know, and, but it's a connection that I have with my mother. Um, that's amazing. You know, I can, I can talk to her about things. I can give her ideas and, and really make her proud, right? Like, you know, I love seeing my mom feel proud. You know what I mean? There's been a struggle with the punkster. You know, I was a professional athlete. And then there were years where I never spoke to my, 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 my family or my parents. I just went AWOL, um, you know, to, to having to move back in with my parents, who've always been great, um, you know, in my early 30s. And, um, you know, transitioning to the online space where, again, it's very unknown, specifically for, what, uh, for, for the older, you know, seniors. It's unknown. They don't know. They don't know you can make money doing this. Yeah. So, but now seeing how proud she is um, makes me so happy. But that connection with her on a daily basis is amazing. It's amazing. We have fun. We talk, and um, it's it, it's truly incredible. Like it's truly incredible. That's yeah. one thing I do all the time, Funk, and it's something I've really honed on for a good amount of years now is is two things. One, understanding time as a currency. Yes. Second is living with no regrets. And I've done that for years now. And even though I've toned that in and I've really focused and I've really made that part of who I am, you still have regrets. As we've been before we on air, my father just passed away. And I was the guy, the 44-year-old, you don't really don't see that call his dad two, three times a day, call his dad to say goodnight, spend as much time as I could with him, put my children around him as much as I possibly could, build relationships there. And he's gone and I still have regrets. There's things you still want to do. And I think it's so powerful that you're saying that you have the FaceTime with your mom. Because as we get older, if we're lucky enough to have the opportunity to realize the times of currency, which you have now realized times of currency, and you live with no regrets in the way that you want to spend time with your mom, you see her, you, you, you value your family. It's so powerful. It's so, so powerful. And it's something that I think a lot of people really just get so numb with their everyday life, their careers, their jobs, and they don't sit down and breathe and really realize what's important in this world. Mm-hmm. And then when they do realize it, time's gone. Times you can't you can't get that shit back. Yeah. So I appreciate that what you're saying because for our audience and our listeners, and we have a good listening audience, like Funk's a busy guy. Like Funk's a very busy guy. Like people that know me know how crazy busy I am. Funk's just at that level. And the bare fact that he still FaceTimes his mom every day, he still appreciates that. He still has an understanding. There's no reason you can't be doing this and really, really toning and understanding this. So where's your mindset with other entrepreneurs that say they don't have time or they're too busy, they can't find that balance? Yeah, that's a great, that's something that's uh, a great question. Um, they do have the time and they they can find the balance. You just have to make the time. You hear it all the time. We'll make make time, make time. But listen, 
what's the most important thing in your life? It's going to be your family, right? If you're, if you're driven by your business, if you're driven by your company, yes, of course you want to make money, but truly if that drives you, you may have to, you may have to switch your mindset because what if things, you know, I have to learn that, you know, my family, my wife, making time for my wife, you know, every morning I write her a little note. Um, you know, I always, I always, this is the thing. There's a, there is a lot of time in a day, but sometimes there's not enough time, yeah. but there's a lot of times where you do things that, man, if I just was a little bit more laser focused, I could have done, I could have got that done. So for instance, every morning I go downstairs and I clean, when I first wake up, I clean downstairs because I know that when Angela wakes up, she does shift work. I want her to wake up to a clean, nice smelling house. So I've been doing that every morning religiously for like two years, get up. So Again, I, I have you know twenty employees that work under me. I've got two companies, seven figure companies. Like I don't. Most people say they don't have time to do half hour cleaning, but I do because I know how it's going to make my wife feel. I know that when she wakes up and she goes downstairs, you know it's going to make her feel great. I also write her love notes. I write her love notes every single day. I put it on the counter. I write it with markers. Once again, it's that little bit of time that. Listen, that, that, that time is extremely important because that time brings uh, keeps my cortisol levels down. It brings happiness to me. It brings joy to me. And then I can take that and I can, uh, I can use that as I start my business day, right? Because now I'm, I'm waking up. I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'm, I'm ready to go. I feel good. I know that I'm making an impact on somebody else. And then you know, now I can do my, my work. And so there are lots of times throughout the day that you're wasting, you know, so you, you need to rethink about what are the important things in your life? Like, what are the important things in your day and in your life? And then make sure that you create a behavior, create a, beha- a habit, create something that you do on a daily basis that will check that off. Yeah, I call, I, call, I call them the non-negotiables. Not exactly. So there's exactly. non-negotiables that are in my schedule every single day that no matter what, everything has to line around them. Yes. Totally. And, and as your day goes, we will alter and switch because shit happens. But I call it the yes factor. There's certain things in life. If my kids ask to do anything that's time consuming with them, I call it the yes factor. Everything else is dropped and I'll do that time, spend the time with them. So there's certain things that I appreciate that are non-negotiables in my life. I call it the three to seven. I'm home every day from three to seven with my kids. Mm. That's non-negotiable. That is my family time. Three to seven phones off. I'm home. I'm taking this past week, three to seven. I take my 13, I'm going to put a poll today, 13, 15 year old. I've been doing driving lessons with them. Um, I, t- I, I go on things. So I have non-negotiables every single night when the kids are down in bed and my kids are old enough and they're down in bed, me and my wife, usually nine 30, 10 o'clock, we'll go for a power walk. And that's our time to connect, communicate. It's half an hour. That's our time. That's non-negotiable. That's our, how's your day? Talk, communicate, understand what is going on in each other's lives. They have that still have that bridge together. So there's certain things in your life that you have to put in as non-negotiable because if you don't put them in there, there's always a reason. There's always an excuse not to do it. Exactly. Exactly. hundred percent. Couldn't have said any better. Non-negotiable. You have to have those in your life as a, as an entrepreneur, as a company owner, as a business owner, 1 million percent, because once those are in your life, you're, you're going to feel good and your business is going to feel good. Like you're going to, you're going to be, you're, believe me, you'll get more done when those non-negotiables keep getting checked off. Yeah. Because again, it's a, it's a habit of doing something over and over again. The more you can do those type of things, it's like, oh, well, I do this every morning, so I'll be able to do this. Or, you know what I mean? Like oh, I do this uncomfortable thing all the time and now it's comfortable. So let me try this uncomfortable thing. So that can be uncomfortable so I can grow my business. So yes, 100%. You got to make the, you got to make that time as you have to, you have to Angela, your wife. Yes. As you guys meet. And I, I mean, I watch you two as a couple and, and I love it because you guys seem to do everything together. You're always together, whether it's fitness, whether it's traveling, whether it's work, you're always somehow connected by the hip and you always have a smile. And she's a very strong woman career wise, everything. She's a very strong, independent woman. And I love that because that's essentially which my wife is very strong, very independent. Where'd you guys meet? And, 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 and give me a little rundown of what she means to you. Yeah. Well, she obviously she means, well, not, it's not obvious, but she means everything. To me. Like when I was saying that, when I start off my YouTube video, that she's in it and I say, I'm here with my amazing, beautiful wife, Angela, 
she's amazing and beautiful, you know, on um, love notes every day that you, you don't have to do that. It's funny when she, she would go to work and show people the love notes, like two, when we first, I started doing this and they're like, yeah, well, let's see what, let's see six months from now. And then six months later, oh yeah, let's see three years from now. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone's so pessimistic. It's like, um, but we met. So basically uh, I was, my mindset in my, when I was 39, when I was 40 years old, my mindset was, I'm just going to be George Clooney, man. I'm going to, I'm going to run the, I'm going to run it. I'm going to be single the rest of my life. You know, I'm going to just, you know, I'm just going to woman, not womanize, but I'm just going to have fun. I don't, I'm not going to tie myself down. I had no desire to get married whatsoever. And uh, I was at a club one night and um, this girl ran up to me and she's like, Oh my God, Funk Roberts, like, I'm doing your spark uh, one month or four four weeks Spartacus workout. It was her sister. And I'm like, Oh my God. Because whenever I meet somebody like a, a fan or someone who does my, my program, like I get, I, I, I become their fan. Like the people don't understand. Like it, it doesn't, it feel almost unreal when people recognize you. Oh, hundred percent. Still to this day, still yeah. to this day. I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God. Hey, let's get a picture. Hey, what's your name? Like, I'm always like that. Cause I, I appreciate those people and it still boggles me. I'm, I, I'm very humble in that sense. It still boggles me. Um, and then her sister, her sister kind of like pushes her away, like, what's up? And then, um, and then we just started dancing all night. And, um, you know, literally we just connected. She's like, yeah, you know, um, I, I just saw that you just came back from Thailand. I was in Thailand. I just fought in Thailand. I see you do fitness. I used to be a bodybuilder. So we had a lot of things in common. Right. And then throughout that night, we were dancing at the club and I'm just like, man, I, I really like this woman. Like, I really, really like her. Uh, and then uh, I went home with her that night. Um, and literally when I left that day, I said, I'm, I'm going to actually, I told her I'm not going to marry her. So I'm going to marry you. Like you are going to be my wife. You are going to be my wife. And then that next day I put her into my phone, the wife. That's what I put in the future, the future, the future. <laughs> wife. And then nine months later, when we went back to Thailand to fight on the same card, Muay Thai. Um, so 41, she fought. I was, a, I was the main card. I was the main fight and she was a co-main. And, um, after our fight, we both won. That's when I uh, proposed to her. You know, I, I told her mom, I told her sister, I told everybody that I was going to do it. And uh, I did it. We did it in Thailand because that's our home way from home. And, um, you know, it's been uh, it's been incredible ever since. She's been an incredible support. Uh, she has her own job. She has her own, you know, she like I said, she used to be a fighter, um, very high level. Even now, I think if she went back to fight like she's 50, she would crush everybody. Like She's so like levels, man, levels. Um, but one of the things that we connect with right off the bat was we have the same value system and the value system for us is health, right? Like during our vows, we said we will never let each other get out of shape. We had a little joke, like, you know, if you're getting, you know, if you're getting put a little junk in your trunk, I'm telling you. And she yeah. said the same thing. So that's our value system. Our world is, is built around staying healthy, right? So her work, Muay Thai is, was, you know, when she was really training Muay Thai, more important than like, like work. Like, she, okay, I have to get Muay Thai in today. So everything's going to revolve around me getting that in. And then I'll, you know, go to work or do whatever. And, um, you know, same with me. This, my, my business, even though it is fitness, I, I know a lot of fitness entrepreneurs who are completely out of shape because they just focus on the business. But for me, in order for me to, to, to be able to, you know, launch new products, try new things, revolutionize supplements, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, you know, I have to be healthy. I have to be, I have to have my mind healthy. I have to live what I, what I promote. I have to live what I, what I promote. The mind, so body, we, spirit, right? Yeah. So we both, we both have that same value system and, you know, I had struggles earlier on, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, you're, 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 you're a husband and wife. So there's a lot of ups and downs through your marriage. And, and we, we got through that. And now like three, you know, for the last two years, it's just been incredible. Like, so my, my wife, like where we are joined from the hip, it's like you said, two peas in the pod. Like we do everything together. I started working for the UFC and, um, like two years later, three years later, I got Angela. So we both, so whenever we do UFC, we, she works with the UFC as well. We do everything together, man. It's crazy. I love it. But, uh, uh you know, she's my support. Whenever I need her to, in a workout, she'll, she'll she'll come in and do you know shoot in the workout. It's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's amazing. Uh, one thing life. one thing you said there, and I love that because a lot of people, when you hear the word core values, a lot of people in the business world relate that to a company, 
right. or a business, and they don't relate a core values to a family or to themselves. 100%. And that's something I'm very, very passionate about is understanding and making other individuals understand that you should have a core value system for yourself, a core value system for your family, and on top of core value system for your employees, or your staff. And, 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 and they don't all have to be the same, but they all should align. And that is one thing with understanding core values is when I look at, you're still there, buddy. We're all good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> when you look at core values, one thing with core values, Funk, is a lot of people relate core values to a business and they don't understand the importance of having core values for yourself and for your family. And they could all align, but they all, they could also be all different when you talk about core values. How important is it for you as an individual or an entrepreneur to have core values for yourself and then make sure your partner, your, your spouse understand those core values and hold you accountable for those core values? Yeah, the core value, value systems are huge. Uh, that's something that I teach all the time because we all have that core value. You know, we all have our value systems. For me, it's health and fitness. That's not, so nothing trumps health and fitness for me. That's my number one core value. But some people, it's, it's, it's their family. Some people, it's kids. Some people, it's, it's their business, their company. Some people, it's, it's playing uh, shinny hockey with their buddies. Some people, it's going, going out and, and trying to get women. You know, some people, it's money. They're just driven by money. It's okay, whatever your core value is. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just, you need to identify it, identify why that's your core value, and then own it. And when it comes to getting married or in a relationship, it's the number one thing is not communication. It's not physical. It's not, that's not the number one thing. Everyone's like, oh, you got to communicate with your wife. No, it's value system. If you and your wife or you and your husband don't have the same value system, it ain't working. Because if your value system is the kids and your husband's value system is, um, you know, business, then there's no connection because you're no. always focused on the kids. But if you both have the same value system, then that aligns with everything else that happens in your life. And the other thing that I talk about with value systems is this is where my health and fitness comes in, is that in order for you to live uh, and, and, and reap the most out of your core value, you have to be healthy. That's 100%. If your core value is money and you're unhealthy, you're not going to be, and you're getting sick all the time, you ain't make, it's going to be very difficult for you to make a lot of money. If your core value is getting, going out and getting chicks or getting women or men, man, if you don't look great, it's going to be tough. You know, like whatever, if it's your kids, if you, can't, if you can't keep up with your kids because you're popping and popping or what have you, hey man. So even if your core value is, is something else, if your health, your health first and foremost, is is there your fitness um you feel good you 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 know you're healthy and and that continues throughout then you are going to flourish with whatever your core value is whatever your value system is i always i always say let me jump in there funk i always say i mean i'm there's business there's family for me obviously i put family on top of, but i still put my health on top of everything else yes yes and i've always done that and, and especially the last two three years i've really toned in on that because especially the last i would say 14 to 16 months because you understanding that if you're not at your physical peak mentally, spiritually, and, and physically at your total, total, total peak, you're not be able to serve everybody else. You're not going to have the energy to serve everybody else. So if you want to be that dad, or you want to be that husband or that partner, you have to take care of yourself. That Oprah understanding, fill your cup first, mm -hmm. take care of yourself, furnish yourself, fill yourself up with as much energy as you possibly can. And then whatever's overflowing, that's what starts spreading towards everybody else. Right? Yeah, definitely. Like, listen, I, like I said, I serve men over 40. Um, the number one message I tell these guys, when they come into my program, they are at the, they're, they, they bottomed out. They're in the worst shape. They're in the worst health. Guys aren't coming in ripped. Guys are coming in obese. They've got heart disease. They've got diabetes. They've, uh, you know, they've, their libido's down. Like, they're at their worst and they don't know what's happening. So as they go through, the number one thing I tell them is you guys have to think about this. You are the patriarch of your family, which means as you get older, if something happens in your family, like with what happened with you, my, uh, my condolences, people come to you. You're, you all of a sudden, you're, you're the one that's like, you know, and as you get older, you, you're just put there because of age. It's not like, I, I, oh, I'm going to be the patriarch. No, you're Grandpa Jeff, you're Grandpa Funk. Because that's how old you are. And when things happen, 
first thing people look at is grandpa. Like, oh, grandpa, what do we do? Like the family. So that when that when I say that, they're like, oh man, he's totally right. And then I flip it down to listen, you have you have to be as healthy as you possibly can for your kids, for your family, for your community, for your business, for whatever you do. And now when you see these guys, the transformations that happen on a daily basis. And, and it's not just the bodies. Like, yes, you got 50, 60, and 40-year-olds with six-packs, but that's not it. It's, it's now they, they have more energy. They have a better connection with their wives. Like, that's a huge one that's been happening in the brotherhood lately. They have a better, better connection with their kids. I've got guys going for their masters, guys starting companies, guys building stuff that they could never do. I've got guys who used to be addicts who are no longer addicts. I've got, like, there's so many guys who were on prescription drugs for mental health issues, no longer on those drugs. They're not pulling themselves off. Their doctor is. It's once you become as healthy as you can be and continue on that lifestyle, because like you said, there's non-negotiables, right? Health yeah. is a non-negotiable. Yeah. It's non-negotiable. But I love how you said lifestyle. It is yeah. a lifestyle. Well, that's hundred percent. That's what this is. This, everything I do is to help these guys enable them to, to live the lifestyle. I don't want them working out every single day. You're going to work out four times a week, but more importantly, I want you to be an alpha athlete. So if you used to play baseball or you used to play hockey or you used to be a, a basketball player or a coach or whatever, and now you want to get back into it, I want you to dominate. Like that's what we all say. Like we're not just there to take part. We're, we're there to take over. You're, you know, we got a new body. we got new health. We got our joints feel good. Or if you want to start a business, I got guys starting businesses, starting companies, because now they have the confidence Right. Yeah. Now they're healthy. Their mind's right. Now I got that confidence. And there's always stepping outside their comfort zone with work, with the workouts that we do, with the things that I try to push them to do. You're challenging I, them. Challenging I challenge them. them. And, when and they challenge get, causes growth. One million percent. And when they see their transformation. Yeah. Right. And the transformation of their other brothers. It's like, OK, man, if I can do this and I can do this for one year or two years, because my program's like two years long and now it's going to be three years. Um, they're like, oh, I can do anything. Like, I can literally do anything. Like, dude, yeah. you just transformed your body. You just boosted your testosterone. You did things that you could never, ever, ever think you could do. Um, and that's 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 along all lines. So for fathers out there, dad entrepreneurs who are listening, get that health up. Focus on the health. Put make sure it's a non-negotiable into your daily routine. That routine is gonna be tough at first because you've got to implement it. But once it's there and once you continue to commit to it as a non-negotiable, the rest of your business, the rest of your, your growth, your, your, you know, with your family, with your business, with your companies, with whatever you're doing is going to be tenfold. Believe me, I see it every single day. Yeah. And it's, and it's the journey, right? I think a lot of people expect the results too quickly and they don't, and time to, they don't really take the time to enjoy the journey. Oh, man. And the journey is such a powerful thing. Enjoying the journey, enjoying the process, because time time flies by. If, if if anything, the pandemic has given us is understanding how quickly twelve months could fly by. Totally. So understanding that time will happen, things will come. Enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the process. Be present, and I think that's that's a huge part of it. I'm going to ask you two more questions, buddy. Um, actually three, let's, let's talk quickly about, um, your supplement company, because that's a new venture. It's a very competitive industry. I would never touch that with ugh, God, with, with a 30 foot pole. Um, you're a little different because you have an audience, you have a, a group of individuals that, that really, really understand and, and your authenticity and really believe in you. So the products are a natural transition. How did how how's that journey going? And give me give me a little rundown on your supplement company. Yeah, so uh, when I so I, I have my supplements called Funk Supplements. The only reason why I have Funk Supplements is to serve my members. I, I'm not trying to be a supplement company, so I'm not out there. You don't see ads Funk Supplements by my supplements. Yeah. I'm not looking for ambassadors. When I started my because four years ago, I I literally had zero dollars, you know, because I had to my other memberships like literally crashed it was it was done it was the the way i was running it was not the way that you should run it yeah. so when i reinvented myself and reinvented my new membership and how i was going to run it when i started i said okay when i looked at the big picture i thought okay i'm gonna i have to make this so results driven that they get results and then i can implement things into uh, more revenue streams like equipment and supplements and things that they know that are going to help them continue along the journey of health and fitness because I want these guys to be with me for life. So that was my focus. So once I got to the point where, okay, 
these guys are getting incredible results. Literally, if I tell them to jump off a jump off a you know bus as it's running and do the uh, Granby roll because they they feel like they could do it, then they'll do it. They'll try it. So um, no, but but uh, so I created my supplement. Like, okay, now I'm going to create high quality supplements, not just you know high quality supplements, and then make sure that they align with my over forty audience. Right? I'm not going to do something make supplements for the sake of making supplements. They've got to align with it. So it was a very it's a it's a challenging. It, it's a challenging, it was challenging for me because I'd never been in supplements before. So I had no clue, right? I, I literally like, okay, I'm going to start a supplement company. And then I just started a supplement company. All right. Now I got to figure out how to create us like actual supplements. Okay. So I Google, who do I talk to? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm that type of person. If I think I, if I'm going to do something, I just go, I don't, I don't freaking think it through. Like I think it through, but then I, I, I yeah, take action. So yeah, I just started. I, I knew that if I created a good enough supplement, started with lean pro which is my protein powder then i knew that if that goes then i can start implementing more supplements and it's very easy in regards to like i've got a great team who's a great support team customer service customer relationship i've got andy t who's my who's my brand marketing and we're going to be hiring new people and we got about 15 SKUs um right now which is quite a bit yeah it, it is it is quite a bit because like it's like oh you know, let's add this one. Let's add this one because it just makes sense. Yeah. And it's very easy. It's a very easy to implement into the program. You know, okay, you're in phase one. Here's a phase one stack. Or you're yeah. in phase two. But the, the the reason why it works for me is because I have light, I have guys who are in here for months and months and months because of what I created. I created a longevity program so that if you're going to be in this for, you know, one year or two years or even three years, you're going to need supplements at some point. They're part of the pillars. It's part of the pillar of my programming. So yeah, supplements have been great. And uh, I did talk about, I was going to look to see if I have it, but I don't have it. Um, I did talk about revolutionizing, um, you know, uh, industries. So the first thing, and I don't care if I let people know this, but the first thing, like I said, was on YouTube doing the follow-on workouts. Now, when you see people doing follow-on workouts, you know who they got it from. <laughs> Number two, we are putting QR codes on our supplements. So basically, when you get a supplement, when you get our greens, let's say, there's going to be a QR code. It's that little like bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. You put your phone up to it, and it's going to take them to a page that teaches them how to use the supplement. Because so many times, these guys would get the supplement, and they'd be like, oh, man, I got it. And they read the label, but they wouldn't know how to use it. Listen, men in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s know nothing about supplements. They know nothing about it. They don't, they don't even know protein. They don't know anything about supplements. So education is key for me. I have to take a – it's not like selling it to 20-year-olds who already know. Yeah. When you're selling it to 40s, 50s, 60s, 70-year-olds, they don't know anything about the supplement world. So I have to teach them. So we have to give them education. We have to, I have to help them and handhold them through the process and make them comfortable. But many, many people were like, Man, how do I how do I use this? How do I use this? I'm like, we, we got to find a way of getting these people, getting these guys when they buy the supplement, or every single time they look at they bring that bottle. There's a code that they can just put their phone to, and it will open up and it will explain to them, hey, it's funk here in a video. This, these are the best ways to use the supplement. Yeah. Listen, man, no one's no one no one does that. I, the first time I did it was on my weight vest. Um, yeah. Shout out to Vic. Uh, Cause he gave me that idea and I'm like, man, we could just do the same thing on supplement bar, like packages. Makes sense. Doesn't it make sense? No, not everyone knows how to use a supplement. You know, you can barely read. I'm 52. I can barely read the directions on, on bottles. I can barely. Yeah. So that is something that I'm proud of and that we're doing. And it's, it's, people are loving it. People are absolutely loving it. It's like, cause every time they pick up that bottle, they just, they know that they're going to know how to use it. It's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. If something were to happen to you today, in a few words, how would you want to be remembered, described by your loved ones? Someone who uh, was driven by helping people change their lives. You know, that's, that's, that's really what it is. You know, that's changed in so many ways. But right now, that is my, that's, that's what I've been put on this earth, to serve people, to help them change their life, to give them that belief that no matter where they are, they can change their life for the better, right? I, I, I'm in recovery. Right. I'm in recovery. So I see lives change every day, you know, as a, as a sponsor or, you know, just, you know, running, you know, going to our meetings or running our meetings or whatever. I see, I see, I see what happens in recovery. I see what happens in my program. I see what happens with my kids. I see what happens with my wife. I see what happens in life that, that 
even when you think that this is it, this is the end, there's always more. And I want to be known as the guy who helps people. Not, not. I don't want to be the guy who help like change their lives, but help them to give them the confidence that they could change their lives and actually change their life. I love it. I love it. I love it. You'll be the highway, and they'll be the vehicle. I love it. How could our audience get a hold of you, Funk? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, uh, you know. Websites, no, social yeah, yeah, media. Over40alpha.com. Over, over just go to over40alpha. If you are a man, listen, if you're you're listening to this right now, watching this right now, you're a dad, you're an entrepreneur, and you want to get healthy, right? That's really, you know, then go to over40alpha.com. $1 trial, get in there and start, right? That that That's it. That's, that's where I'm going to help because I... Honest and truly, I put a lot of time into my brothers and the brotherhood, um, into my my team. That um, you know, that, that that that's your best bet. That's your that's where you can connect with me the most. And also in November, uh, I will be uh, doing a, a, a presentation at CanFit Pro's business online. So if you go to CanFitPro.com, uh, and I'll be doing a presentation in November. You can catch me there as well. All on business and how to create a, a, a we can't say the word tribe anymore. So how to create a community through membership. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm going to put all our things, all these uh, connections to uh, Funk through social media, all his links, social media, all his websites, everything on our show notes. I appreciate you, brother. This has been, you. Uh, it's been, it's, it's been, been uh, challenging, but it's been great. It's been uh, a fun conversation. And I always, I always enjoyed connecting with you because, uh, you inspire me and I love everything you do. And uh, I love being a part of anything I could to help you on your journey as well. Yeah. Um, I just want to let you know too, that uh, you, you mean the world to me, man. Like literally throughout my journey, um, I, I've taken a lot of things from you and implemented them. You know, every time I would come up to the treadmill factory and uh, you know, the way you, you, the way you run your company, your business and just your business mindset I've adopted that. Like the fact that I started uh, supplements just on a like this wasn't just because it was because I remember I would come to you like, oh, you want to do uh, you want to do uh, these pants? Oh yeah, let's do this. Just give me, give me, give me, give me your logo. Well, yeah, we'll rip those up, man. We'll get those done. Yeah. Well, what else you want to do? Oh, you want to? Yeah, sure. It's like kind of like there was nothing that that there was no like. Uh, let me think about that. It was like no, no. You want to do that? Okay, we'll get we'll make it happen. There's That's no limits. Right. And, and yeah, I think people put limits on themselves and limited beliefs on themselves. Right. And I love what you said. You said this earlier in our conversation, Funk, is as an entrepreneur, you figure a way to get shit done. Yes, 100%. And I figure always a way to get shit done. One I way or that. another, I figure out a way to get shit done. I get that from you and the whiteboards that I have all over my uh, my place. Whiteboards, whiteboards, whiteboards. That's all you, man. I remember when I came. I never had a whiteboard before until I came to your uh, to your shop, the treadmill factory, and I saw that you had oh, the treadmill factory. Talking Kamorawer. Oh, Kamorawer. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Kamorawer, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> and I saw your. I saw everything in your. Uh, you know all the all the whiteboards and everything you had on it. And Angela was like, "How come you don't have that?" And I'm like, yeah, "You're absolutely right." There's a lot of things that I. Uh, adopt from you uh, because you are an extremely successful um, entrepreneur. Whatever you touch turns to gold. Like literally you started the, out of the, Oh, I'm going to start a podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. You start a podcast. Jeff. Okay. We'll see how that goes. Now you have probably number one of the number one business podcasts. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, we've, we like, hit the last 12 months, Funk. We've yeah. just got under 1.3 million downloads. Incredible. Incredible. I like love just, it. And, and then that's, that's literally without spending a penny on really advertising. Yeah, that's incredible. And it's just, it's, it's, it's everything you do is just, you have to be consistent. I think a lot of people don't understand that we talked about the journey. Yes. It's yes. The journey. Everything's a journey. I've pre-recorded 137 episodes already. It's all the journey. It's all the process. Yes. Understanding the process, enjoying the process, enjoying the journey. So, and I think you get that. And obviously with uh funk of over 40 alpha male, it's just, it's, it's part of the, it's part of the process, right? It's part about just the journey and growing it and, and look what you've built. So I, I'm so proud of you, brother. And I appreciate you. And I appreciate you as a husband. I appreciate you as a father. And I appreciate you as a businessman. And I appreciate you more as a friend. So thank you for doing this, man. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for this platform. I love you very much. And listen, everyone, listen to Jeff. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Thanks. Love brother. it. 
That's a wrap for today. I want to thank our friend Funk Roberts for being a guest on the Jeff Nozine Podcast. Great conversation today. If you guys enjoy this as much as I have, please, like always, tell your friends, tell your family, spread the word, leave a review. Me and my team love spending time reading the reviews. Until next week, guys, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm.